Welcome into another episode of OC Fan TV. My name is Zach Barkis, and tonight I am joined in studio by Bryce Miller. Tonight we look back at our draw against Mexico in the Azteca, then look ahead to the match against Portland at 4 p.m. tomorrow. And after that, we discuss the all-important three points we need against Panama in our own backyard. This is OC Fan TV. Sounds like Florida weather. Yeah. You know what's nice, Florida weather? What? The weather for tomorrow's match against Panama. 56 degrees. It's going to be a cool night. It's better than being rocketing hot. 85 degrees at 6 o'clock at night. I would almost rather have the hot than the cold. Actually, no, I don't know. In the wall, I'd rather have the cold. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. If you're sitting down, the cold kind of hurts. Yeah, I'm going to be moving the whole match to this one, so it's okay. Yeah, understandable. Well, we got that match to look forward to tomorrow. But first, we got to go over the Mexico match. Yes, we do. It was a nil-nil draw. Could have been different. Should have possibly been a different outcome. Should have been, but at the end of the day, we get a point away at the Azteca, so can't really complain about it, but we should have put away our chances that we did have. I did see a lot of that talk as to, like, us as Americans should not be mad at going into the Azteca and coming away with a point. But if you watched the match and saw how it was played, like, we should have won. So that's why, that's the reason as to why we're mad that we didn't come away with three points. Yeah. And it's, to be honest, it's kind of nice we go to the Azteca and come away with a point and we're complaining about not taking all three points. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something we've came a long way from the last window in okay. 2017 trying to qualify. I believe, I don't know if it's just in World Cup qualifiers, but I believe you only won there once. Yeah. Which is a crazy stat. In a very long history with them too. Yeah. So, so, I, and like again saying that we're mad is kind of crazy but at the same time we should have won that game so it's we have reason to be mad yeah, for not do. coming over three points because it should have been and probably no it should have been and would have been 2-0 easily mm-hmm. if P-Folk and Christian put away their chances that, the P-Folk chance baffles me me too. I don't. We were praising him. Yeah, I, want, I wanted to see him start because he couldn't stop scoring at his club. Mm-hmm. But then he comes in, and the ball gets crossed to him in an excellent position. You could even see Reyna was like, "What? How? How do you he miss was that? Like, how? Yeah. Cushion pass right to his foot. He tried to take it on his right, his strong foot, and then the ball just came to his left, and mm-hmm. he was out of position, like his body position." And he shot it to the corner flag. Which is really impressive. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty impressive. But that's just not something that you want to see out of a striker, especially when we were saying, "Uh, maybe he should have started over Pepe, because that's another problem that we've had with Pepe. Even with him over in Germany, he's struggled to score. I don't don't think he scored over uh, with Augsburg. Yeah, something I saw on uh, Twitter, it was like, We don't have a number nine problem. We have a goal-scoring problem with all of our attackers right now. Yeah. 
Because we have the number nines. Yeah. They just can't find the form within our squad. Yeah. And if they don't score, then you depend on your wingers to score. Mm-hmm. But when you have Aronson out, Aronson, yeah. when Tim Way is going to be out with a uh, what, yellow card suspension, yep. it, you're not going to rely on Paul Ariola. No. And the person we would look to, McKinney. He's out. Set pieces, he's out. So, I like, I like, and I dislike how we just said all those names that we're depending on for goals, but we didn't mention Christian Pulisic once. Yeah. So the fact that he's just kind of sitting there now, not even sitting there, but like we're not really looking for him to score those goals is good because we have other other people to depend on. But don't you want to depend on him? So, he's our best player, by far. Uh, it, or, I would argue McKenney was very, very informed and better. He was. Until the injury. But it's, it's, it's nice not to have to just depend on him mm-hmm. to open up a game. I agree. And the fact that we got this far is a testament of how far our talent pool has come. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about Aronson's not even a regular starter. In in club or in country? Country. Like yeah. for U.S. I would, if he's available, I would start him. If I was a manager, I would start him in almost every game. Or Arena. No, I would throw Arena at the attacking mid position. Put Aronson outright. I mean, I can't really complain about that because the best part about... Aronson's game is his energy. He's like mm-hmm. a little wreck it route <laughs> running around the field, bro. He he just doesn't stop. And that puts a lot of pressure on defense because they always have to account for him. Yeah. He's a player that you want on the field getting a even getting an assist against Bayern in the Champions League in that first yeah. leg before the second leg thrashing happened. Uh, he's definitely a player to look out for. In the, well, not even look out for in the future. He's a player that we have now who's impressing. And uh, looking for a move into Germany, I think, with Leipzig through the Red Bull system, going from Salzburg to Leipzig, which would be a really good move for him. Or even to Leeds, following Jesse Marsh yeah. to Leeds. That would, be, that would be fun to see him playing. Yeah, it would be. I would like to see that. But getting back to your original point, we don't have to depend on Pulisic anymore. That's good to see. But in games where we can't finish chances, and he has a chance that simple, mm-hmm. you, you got to finish. Expect him as one of our best players. Yeah. To put that ball away. Every time, yeah. Every right. time, and he's done it. He's been in decent run of form for Chelsea. Yeah, he started to find his form again. Which is really good to see as an American and just as a Chelsea fan, because you want to see the best for him. Yeah. So, and that you would like to see him slot it. You wouldn't love to see him slot where it. Where the ball came from, mm-hmm. back across the face goal. Put it back post. But it just went right to him, and I. I don't know. I feel like he can't find his form in the United States team right now. I don't know if it's the system Greg's playing with. If he's asked to do something he's not comfortable with, but. Oh, it's a very different system from what he plays in in Chelsea. Yeah. 
but I mean you can't really use that as an excuse because you have a lot of national team players from around the world that play in different systems for their club and then go into a different system with the national team even playing different positions. Yeah. So I, for me, I can't really use that as an excuse for him. You just got to figure out how to play, what to play. Even if you have to tell the manager, hey, this is where I want to play, maybe something changes. Yeah. We see him find his form and we, we get more goals and assists out of him. Yeah, I mean, he's so young, but he's a leader of this team because he's mm-hmm. been in World Cup qualifying games before, so... If he doesn't feel comfortable, you would expect him to have a talk with the manager and be like, this is where I see space, this is where I want to play. But at the end of the day, we still got a point in Mexico. So yeah, not a bad result. Keeps us level on points with Mexico at 22. I believe we are uh, plus nine goal differential and they're plus six. So that's what's keeping us above them in the table right now. And then Canada actually coming off of the loss. Yeah, that same night against Costa Rica. So I think they're at twenty five. Sitting at twenty five points. Yeah, they're at twenty five. So we're only three points behind them. So I mean, even at the end of this window, at the end of qualifying, if we could still find a way, if we get if we can get six points, two wins in our last two matches, we can still easily qualify top, top, and be put in that pot one for the so. draw. Canada's next matches are at home versus Mikel Antonio in Jamaica, which That's, realistically, sh- it should be a win. That should be a win. For Canada. But they've been on a very bad run of form. Like all their players. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? If Who? you look at, like, the individual players that Canada's starting yeah. in the lineup right now, I don't think any of them have been doing good for their club. It's because you know who's not in the squad? Fonzo Davies? Tesho. Oh. Oh, <laughs> dude. How did this come up? <laughs> Orlando City v. Orlando City Times U.S. podcast. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, so, Canada's got Jamaica at home on the 27th, the same day that we play Panama, which is actually, what, that day is only two hours from now. Let's go. And then uh, three days after that, they play Panama in Panama. So, they, it's back-to-back U.S. to Canada. You know what would be a good result for us is Panama and Canada drawing in the final match today. Yeah. If we beat Panama tomorrow, mm-hmm. wait. Let's see. Knocking on wood, when we beat Panama, because we should beat Panama, because at home we have to beat Panama. But when that happens, any points taken away from them in the final game is better for us. Yeah, so if we get the three points for Panama, then we're at 25 points. Let's just say Canada beats Jamaica. Canada's at 28 points. We're sitting at 25. Then Panama is sitting there at 18. We don't have to worry about them anymore. All right, so maybe a win would be better. A win for Panama. For Panama, yeah. yeah. Mathematically, and let, well, it depends on what Canada Canada gets out of Jamaica. Yeah. If we could get, I mean, obviously, if we get two losses out of Canada, that would be ideal. But I don't see them losing three games in a row. I don't either. But wouldn't that just be a Canada thing to do? Just throw away your 
<laughs> Pretty much. You go to the playoffs if you lose all three. They lost one, in which. Uh, if Costa Rica wins out, Costa Rica would be at twenty five points. What are we just theorizing though? Yeah. I don't know. Quick math. Yeah, El Sal- they play El Salvador and El Salvador, which should be a Costa Rica win. Hopefully and then obviously, not. hopefully not. I just realized that we played Costa Rica in the last game, so Costa Rica cannot win out. Yeah. Well, we we're getting a little ahead, but yeah. for us to qualify tomorrow night, we need to win, and we need Costa Rica to draw or lose to El Salvador. So El Salvador has only won one in their last five, and that was coming against. I believe last place Honduras. Yep. And Honduras, I don't. I think they've won one game. No, just kidding. They've drawn four games and they have four points. Yep. So that's not looking too great. No. But we've still given ourselves a pretty good chance to qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, if we win tomorrow night. And then we have that other scenario happen. Even if we win tomorrow night, though, we got a point in Mexico, so we have four points. Uh-huh. We needed four points, and the lowest we can go is the playoff spot. That's too much math for me to figure out right about now, but I believe you. So, so if we win tomorrow night, yes, we're at 25 the, points. The lowest we can go is the fourth-place spot, so the playoff spot to get yeah. into the World Cup. Because then Costa Rica would have to win tomorrow, and they would have to beat us yep. for that to happen. But even with that, then they would be third, and we'd be fourth. How would, uh, have we played? What happened in our last result against them? Honestly, our last last results against Costa Rica have not been great. In Costa Rica, we, won. we haven't won in so long. But we won our last game against them, which... And then we have goal differential on them. All right. So, so then we would be yeah. in the third. Okay. But still, even what I'm saying is if we win tomorrow night, mm-hmm. we should win. The lowest we can go is fourth. If everything else goes completely haywire and everything goes against us, the lowest we can go is fourth. So we control our destiny. where we go. Yeah. And we're at home in this game. We have our fans in the stadium. The place is sold out. Last time we played Panama and Orlando was a 4-0 Ooh. win for the Red, I White, and Blue. from that game still. So, realistically, it should. I can't, no, I'm not even going to say it. I can't jinx it like that. Yeah, please don't. Yeah? Anyways, we got a little ahead. But well, no. we basically knocked out the Mexico review and Panama preview in... In 15 minutes. Yeah. So we can talk about Orlando City. Yes, sir. For the last little bit. Playing Portland. Uh, Unfortunately, tomorrow, for some reason, they scheduled that game. Unfortunately, we're one of six teams that have to play during this international window Uh, in MLS. Because, you know, why not? Yeah, just put the team that's hosting the Americans in a very important qualifier game on... Three hours before yeah. we play. Yeah. Uh, doesn't, it doesn't make makes sense no me. sense. If anything, but the game should have been today on Saturday. But should have been it should have been today. Or never. Or 
they should have they should have made the game at like let's say let's say two two or two thirty even one o'clock and should have hosted a watch party at the stadium so everybody gets in the stadium watches the game and then stays for the Panama match hi Orlando City if you're listening to this hire me as an events manager right now yeah come on now (laughs) you're lacking well Portland was looking really good at the beginning of the season even though the beginning of the season for them was a draw against New England and then a draw against LAFC yeah LAFC yeah so they started the season with two points and then they won 1-0 against Austin in Portland and then lost to a 10-minute Jesus for a hat-trick and a Paul Areola goal 4-1 against FC Dallas they did not look good in that game Mm -hmm. at all and it's a way you can say anything you want to about away games and MLS but to get beat that badly not a great look for them. That being said, it's going to be a hard game for us. Regardless, in Portland, yeah, we're missing Facundo, we're missing Sebas Mendez, we're missing our Benito starting Galicia. keeper. Yeah, it's going to be a hard game, but I think another Poppy special is incoming. A Poppy special, as in one nil. We're going to sit there and hope that we just get a break goal. Yeah, I mean they haven't been finishing the ball that well. No, uh, you're right. They haven't, except for Yimmy Chara with the two back-to-back bicycle kicks. Yeah. That was then the finishing kind of went downhill. To be fair, very good goals. Can't take anything. Oh away yeah, from that, but can't do that every game. And plus, we have Mason in net. Mason Stiderhart in net. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's either him or Grinwiz, but I see Stajuarz are or Stiderhart. Playing, playing well. Well, we have kept the most clean sheets, tied with Chicago, I believe, yes, in the league, which is an, another point for another podcast with Chicago's keeper, uh, Gabriel Sol- Slonina. Yeah, he should have been the U.S. squad. I believe he should have been our third keeper, but Chelsea were also looking to buy him for six to seven mil until I, the whole uh, I read that today. situation yeah. happened. Um, but that's besides the point. So we're missing our starting keeper, but we've kept the most clean sheets. Tied, kept the most clean sheets in the league. But we're not missing any of our starting defenders. So is that clean sheet still intact with Pedro not here? Or is it going to change without him at goal? To be honest, we've been pretty, in the games we've had a clean sheet, we've been pretty defensively solid. We've Mm -hmm. limited their chances to have like a, expected goal and we just we played well it, and you can finally see the chemistry coming from the whole back line mm-hmm. Joao Carlos Janssen and Juan with Araujo sitting over them we've looked very good besides the one game we don't talk about yeah but I I mean it's going to be hard in Portland but if we can do it, we have the defense to be able to do that. And I have faith in Mason that he can make the one or two saves he needs to make if they do slip through. Yeah, the only – I'm going to forget what game it was. I already forgot. 
The only oh no, it was the Atlanta United game. I believe it was a three two game. Where they just scored like two like just absolute bangers of goals. Last year? Then no one I believe so, yeah. I think it was was the no, the opening game was zero zero. Yeah. Then whatever game was three oh, yeah, two. Yeah, when we went to Atlanta, yeah. I think I think he was playing in that game. But like yeah. the like he couldn't do anything. Pedro wouldn't have been able to do anything about him. Yeah. Kind of goals. I just so, want to say one thing. Mm. What do you... Pedro saved it with his penis. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that that was said no, on no, an actual TV broadcast. So I, was, I had to rewind it for a second. I was like, there's no way that just happened. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't think... Who thinks it's a good idea to say that on live television? It is, it's, it's the fact that about the pause afterwards from yeah. the other announcer he, was, he probably looked at him like wait hold up yeah no, this was a game in you got it wrong alright so back to the 3-2 Atlanta game that I was talking about that Mason played in this is it it was in Orlando because I remember watching or I was working yeah and I was walking around the stadium and I was on the opposite side of the wall behind the first row or like the first section of seating yeah and I just looked down to the other side and I just see the ball just glide into the top corner. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, some, for some reason, Elena always scores just complete worldies against us. Except for Joseph he, Martinez because all he does is tap it in. Yeah. No one likes that guy. I'm trying to go through the highlights right now and find. You're right, cause cause it, it was that last minute or like in the last couple minutes, the Vandewater and Nani. Yeah, Nani, 87th minute. Yeah. And Vanderbilt scored in the 79th. But it literally starts. Like, the game hadn't even started yet. I was still outside my gate working. And then I just hear the groans. Oh, yeah. Nah, I don't even want to watch this. But it happened. I, I don't even remember. Yeah. See, like, who's saving that? Like, that's the Realistic one time that Joseph know. doesn't tap it in. Yeah. Uh, just outside the 18. I... I Curls it, puts it's it off the inside of the post. A very good finish, unfortunately. Then I got to find their other goal, which is just another strike. Touch, boom, like. Yeah. What two, are you? Two. Two, two worldies of goals. Expect. Two shots you on. wouldn't expect in the MLS, let alone against your backup keeper. Yep. So that's like the only game where I'm like, wow, he didn't really save anything, but. At the same time, they were worldies of goals. Yeah, and watching this last goal, I don't know who scored it. Moreno. Watching that, who who is that? Is that Nani? Where? Trying to close him down right there. That looks like Nani. Yeah. Our defense would not let that happen this year. We've been much more cleaner on closing opponents down. Yeah, because you don't have Nani closing guys down. Yeah, so. Uh, Maybe, yeah. I mean... I'm not complaining about that, and this is this is a rivalry game against Atlanta, so possibly the same thing will happen against Portland, but at the same time, you never know in the MLS. Yeah. I mean, to bring it back a little bit, I got a question for you. Mm. Where is Vanderwater? I don't know. I think at this point, we're all wondering the same thing as to why he's not really playing. Yeah. 
I don't know if there's something going on in the locker room and practices, but we saw that video in practice of him scoring the banger across far down. Two, I'm sure two he had of them. A bike I before that, I didn't even send you guys. Like in the last week or two. Yeah, it was the same day. I saw the bike and I saw that one, oh. and I just sent the last one. I thought you guys were watching the story, but yeah, I mean he's. I mean, that might have been his only two good moments of practice. Who knows? But. Put him on the field. Like he could finish a ball. Yeah. Which is what we need right now, especially missing Facundo. So. So do you, in this match, do you go with the two forwards in Pato and Kara? Or do you play the wings? Or like, do you play Benji on the left, Kara up top, and Pato on the right again, and him kind of sucking towards the middle? Or do you finally give Sylvester the chance with one striker up top and Benji on the left? I would probably go with two strikers at this point. No wingers. Just a 4 4 2 or something like that? Yeah. Have Araujo down in the number six. Mm-hmm. I'd have Urso and Andres. Are you going 4 1 2 1 2? Pretty much, yeah. A six, two CD, or two CMs, yeah, two a CMs CM, and two strikers. Yeah. So I'd have Urso and Pereira in the CMs, Mauricio at the cam, and Carr and Pato up top, and mm-hmm. just allow our fullbacks to get up. But in the 60th minute or something, if it's not working, he better be one of the first guys off the bench. Yeah. Because we don't yeah, really have better, that many attacking options. Yeah, and we better change. We better take out Andres, maybe, and slide to a more traditional four through three or something with Pato on the wing. Yeah. And if that's not working, then bring on Benji later, a couple ten minutes, fifteen minutes mm-hmm. later. I really don't disagree with that. I think that's a good idea. That's hard. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> bring me in as an events planner, and you as a well substitutions coach for Poppy, because. <laughs> Yeah, that may be needed. Some games we see him make good choices. Some games it's just like, what? Why is Tesho on the pitch? Or why is no one coming on the pitch? Yeah. That is what makes me mad the most about him. Not bringing people on at all. Yeah. But we need it. Or just way too late. Yeah. Give him five minutes to get into the game. That's never going to happen out of this level. Uh, there's too much inconsistency in the passing in defensive play Yeah. for you to make it. Unless you're San Jose, who scores, what, two goals in like the last eight minutes. Even then, that wasn't a sub, though. Yeah, <laughs> unless things work out for you that day. It's probably not going to happen. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not too afraid of this game. It's, obviously, it's going to be hard away in Portland. Mm-hmm. But I have faith in our defensive squad that we can at least get a draw in Portland. Yeah, I went into uh, went into LA against the Galaxy just kind of like, ah, you know, it's away against the Galaxy. They have a decent attack, but their defense isn't great, so maybe we get something. But then we scored the goal in the ninth minute and just sat back and LA couldn't put anything away and it worked. So, yeah. I don't know if we're going to be able to see the exact same performance again, because... It was just not L.A.'s day. No, not at all. And 
you hardly ever get two of those games in a row with your opponents just not being able to finish and just not finding the back of the net. So it'll be it'll be something to see. I I also think if we didn't score so early in that match, that maybe we would have played a little different. Because uh-huh. after we got the goal, it literally looked like we just turned off and just sat back. And yeah. absorbed as much. We had one or two breakaway goal, like, chances. But other than that, it just looked like we wanted to absorb the pressure. We went back to playing like Wolves. Yeah. And just sat back, played like Burnley. We literally became Burnley 3.0. Great. That's not the greatest thing you want to see. We had a couple chances on the counter, though. Kara had a chance. That's the only one I can remember, to be honest with you. Araujo had that chance, but... Araujo did have a chance. Good defense play by whoever the center back is over there in LA. I don't pay too much attention to them, but... That's because they have good defensive play, like, once or twice a game. This is true. Yeah. That's why we were able to get that goal. And uh, we hope for the same thing to happen to Portland, except maybe not sitting back as much. Yeah, I would like to see more possession in our midfield. Take the game to them in their house. Please. Last time we went there, we did. Yeah. Let alone that was three years ago. So who knows? Yeah, we're not going to talk about the last time we played them. Nah, we don't have to do that tonight. No, we do not. So what would your starting level be? Uh, I really don't disagree too much with that four one two one two, but at the same time, I think we need to have width going forward. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I would go with a basic four, four three three. Go with our same defense, because why not? Yeah. Um, except. I'd switch it from two CDMs, and I'd go one CDM, kind of like the U.S. played against Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I'd put, I'd put Araujo back there in the sixth spot, and then I'd go Urso and probably Mauricio with two, like two more attacking mids, so we can actually take the game to him. You said Urso. Urso and. Mauricio. All right, yeah. Or Mo. Mauricio Pereira. Yeah. We all know that guy. And then I would, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up between Caro and Pato right now. Pato's got the goal. Caro's got the assist to the um, to Facundo against the Galaxy. Um, but the one player I know I want starting up top is Sylvester. If yeah. he's healthy and available, I want him starting on the right. Yeah, he's got no minutes. This season? I don't think you're right. Or maybe uh, a couple. Maybe a couple, but I don't I really don't think he's come on. So he if nothing's wrong and it's just been I don't know, his his wife's been pregnant. I don't know if there's something going on outside the field yeah. that he needed to take a break for a oh, little bit. No, he came on for fourteen minutes against Montreal. But if he's healthy, he should be fully fit by now. So I would not disagree with having them start. Yeah. Uh, if there's something going on off the field, 
I hope that gets better, then it's like, all right, I understand why you're not playing now. But if it's a coaching decision, then it's just like, uh, what decisions are we making here? Yeah. If it's a coaching decision, we literally spent a year and a half trying to get him in. To then just you barely play him. how that whole saga with him was. Mm-hmm. It was like he's coming, his club wants him, he wants to stay. A week later, he wants to come. We want him again. So we were in for him, and we haven't gave him a chance to be a consistent. I would player. feel bad if, like, if I was him. I'd be like, "What? Yeah, what's going on?" Yeah, because it was like it was with Mueller. After him, we want you to be the guy that replaces him. Yeah, uh, but, but now it's honestly turned into Benji being that guy. Yeah, and it's Facundo pushed to the right. We're so now it's Facundo and then Vanderwater under him. And Benji starts out left. But Facundo started out left against the Galaxy, I believe. He did, but that's we played with that weird... We had four midfielders. That's right. That was yeah. very defensive like kind Junior of formation. Junior was out right or something. It was, yeah, it was you didn't know Junior was out right mid his whole life? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. But, I mean, the only reason I'm saying I, I play with, like, more in the midfield is just to over or try to overwhelm, uh, what's his name, Chara, Diego Chara. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I know good luck with that, but that's why we need a little bit more of a midfield presence. That's why you're saying the four one two one two. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that If he's on his game, he's one of the best CDMs in the league. Also one of the worst to play against. Yep. He's one of those guys that you hate if you play against him, but if he's on your team, you're like, oh, I love this guy. Yeah. yeah. I've hated that man since I watched him play the first time. Yeah. That's another thing. It's a battle of the yellow cards between him and Caesar this year. Three uh, three yellow cards in four games. So he's already yeah. two away from a suspension. Yeah. That's yeah. something he needs to calm down on. It's also something that I talked about with the Loud and Proud Orlando guys. If you want to go check that podcast out, Loud and Proud Orlando. But I was uh, I was reading something from uh, you know Lions blog, right? Mm-hmm. Gavin. Yeah. On Twitter, he was like, when we first like were watching his like scouting videos when we were about to bring him in. Oraho. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about like how he just like he's like stands straight up. But he, like, tackles in, like, a weird way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with MLS refs, that way of tackling is just getting him stupid yellow cars that down in Argent or Uruguay weren't being called yellow. Yeah, it's different refing. We also have terrible refs here in the States. So, yeah. But the third yellow card that you got, the one against the Galaxy? Yeah, I mean, that was, that was stupid. Just something that you don't need to do, especially when we have a defender standing right in front of the guy. Yeah, Yeah, you're trying to stop a counter, but we already had a defender in place to do that, so we should just drop back and not literally dive to grab the man's shirt. Yeah, that that, that was was pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah. But I do trust him back there, man. I do. Hey, we didn't feel that way in the preseason, but he's kind of made his way into the team in the regular season. He has. I really do feel safe back there with him. Even if it's just him. Like, if we want to play more defense with Sebas and him side by side, mm-hmm. 
excellent. But even with him as a just single number six, yeah, I feel completely fine with him back there. Yeah, I think he's just he does need to calm down with the, the cards. Tackles. Yeah, I think all of us seeing him in the starting lineup that first match week, we were kind of like, uh, all right, all right. Yeah, because in preseason he didn't look great. Yeah, because I was telling you guys, I was like, I think five to ten games he's going to yeah. be a starter. And then we watched him at the preseason game against Dallas. Yep. And we were like, oh, I hope he's not starting. Right. Yeah. Like, there were so many bad passes. And the first week he came out, and it was like, okay. I can see why we bought him for $2 million. Yeah. So... Nice. Not a bad investment, it turned no. out to be. No. Hopefully he keeps improving. Smartens up a little bit. I'm here in Rookie of the Year. Candidate. Yeah. If Unless Facundo keeps scoring and assisting the way he has been. Yeah. But yeah. I think we've hit the nail on the head pretty good. Yeah. All right. Score prediction. Score prediction. For both. We got to go for both. Yeah. Which one first? I want to hear your 11 for Panama game, too. Oh, gosh. But just so, Orlando City, score prediction, and then we'll talk a little bit to finish off with. All right. Um, score prediction for City. Um, going 1-1. I think three points was good enough out of L.A. I'm not going to be mad at, at, a, at a point out of Portland. That's what I was going to say, too, about it. I think we might play well and go ahead first. Mm-hmm. And as the game wears on, they're probably going to get better chances. And we have a good goalkeeper, Mason, but it's yep. not Pedro. So they might sneak a chance passes. So I'd say 1-1. One, one. Heard, yeah. Wouldn't be mad at a point. Also wouldn't be mad at three points, though. If we win, like, if we win 2-1, we'd be like, well, should have just said 2-1. If we win 2-1, six points on a hard West Coast trip. Not bad at all. Yeah, you take every bit of that. Um, All right. Starting 11 against Panama for the U.S. men's team. I, I believe it almost stays the same as we did against Mexico in that 4-3-3. But yeah. I I want Gio needs to start. Don't get me started on his run. He better start. <laughs> Gio comes in for Acosta. We keep, I think we keep Christian out left. Yeah. Oh, someone needs to come in for Waya too because he's got the yellow car suspension. Yeah, I really don't want to bring Paul Ariola on. I'd rather bring on Jordan Morris, or. Or look at, huh? Christian Roldan played right mid, right wing. Yeah. for Seattle. I wouldn't want that to happen, but I want it be terrible against that idea. Can Musa play all right? He, he is a right mid at for Valencia. Valencia. But all right, so we so we throw Musa. Hear me out. We throw we throw Musa out right. All right. We put Geo in for uh, Kellen. Heard. And then we throw Luca De La Torre 
into that spot where Musa was against Mexico. Heard. And then I'm fine with that. And then, so. but then the the nine can go anywhere. Pepe, Jesus Ferreira, Orpi Folk at this point. Yeah. The only thing I would do with that, I'd keep Musa in mm-hmm. the midfield. Yeah. But I would bring Gio for Wea on the right wing. Because he, he's played there. He's mostly yeah. a winger. I just feel like Gio sees the field better. Oh, yeah. Than Musa. So, yeah. Yeah. him sitting back a little bit farther, but still having that. I mean, I wouldn't be back go at all yeah. with that. He, he also, he can absorb the pressure, mm-hmm. keep the ball, and find a pass. Exactly, yeah. So, that's, that's why I wanted him sitting back in the midfield a little bit. I would bit. not be mad about that. Unfortunately, Timothy is out with a yellow card suspension yeah, somehow. Did if I really wanted to see him live. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. But sorry. We did put that right back. Yedlin's not out with a yellow card suspension, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh gosh. Well that's just a blessing for us. Yeah, uh, he was he was okay against Mexico. He was he was okay. Um, he plays for Pino Ryan. That's true. Then, was was Reggie Cannon not brought into the squad? He is. Then he's just not on here, is he? All right, nice. All right, well, if Reggie Cannon's in the squad, he is in the squad. Then I'm throwing Reggie Cannon out there. Yeah, I I would agree. We've also brought in Shaq Moore. Mm-hmm. Not an awful option. Yeah, this is another question I got for you. Mm -hmm. Why are we bringing in a guy that's playing in the second division in Spain, Mm -hmm. can't start for his team? We're bringing him in over a 19-year-old in Joe Scali, playing well and playing consistently for Gladbach. Why? Uh, Ask Greg. I wish I could. Ask the bald-headed coconut. Because there's a lot of questions that I'd also like to ask that man. So if he's got some free time while he's down here in Orlando, let's hit him up. I'm actually going to take a run by Lake Eola. Maybe I'll catch him on one of his morning throws. Yeah, good luck with that. I don't think he'll be able to catch that man. All the aerodynamics that he has if he just puts <laughs> his head down. But then he can't figure anything out tactic-wise. I, I say that, but we played well against Mexico. Yeah. We did. Well, I don't think we're going to go back and conversate that again. We've almost hit the 45-minute mark. And uh, we have T-minus, what is it? It is 10.36 p.m. right now. By this point tomorrow night. Don't say it. I'm not saying. I'm just saying we could may possibly know could our be. destiny. Yeah. I, it's a scary, scary, scary game, but with the amount of talent we have on this team, we should at home. We should win. We should. All right. Yeah. There should be no question about it. Well, hopefully we will see you guys score out there. Prediction. Oh, did I not get a score prediction? No. Oh, I gave score prediction for Orlando City. Yeah. Then. Uh, 
3-1. America. The red, white, and blue. The real red, white, and blue. Yes. The Not the ones. knockoff Panamanian version. I got a 3-0. Three, yeah, I was going to go 3-0, but... Uh, well, I don't know. I I got 3 Dude, the stadium's going to be rocking tomorrow. Yeah. They're going to be feeling our energy. It's sold out. Last time they came here. Completely 4-0. different team. But still, yeah. 4-0. The crowd had a chant for Clint Dempsey to come on. Yes, we did. That was something. I can't wait to experience that with you, actually. We're going yeah. to the game together. Can't wait. Sitting up in the American Outlaw version of the wall this time. Yes, sir. Well, 3 0, 3 1. Either way, three points. Three points, and we qualify. The worst we can do is a playoff. So, even then, that would be tough to get down that far, I think, at this point. Yeah. Everything would have to go haywire. Like, Which, you know who would be perfect for that? Greg Burhalter. <laughs> so. Hopefully that doesn't happen, and uh, we see you guys on the next episode of the pod. We'll see you after, the, probably the day after the Mexico match. So, or not Mexico, sorry, Panama match. Yeah. So we'll be really depressed, or we'll be uh, just playing courtesy of the red, white, and blue. The whole podcast. The whole podcast <laughs> yes. in the background. All right, we will talk to you guys later, and uh, go America. Let's go.